0: You are listening to Frank and Eric. Check one, two, check one, two. Frank. Hey. We're back. Um, I got to say, being pretty consistent with yeah. the sketch these yeah, days. Yeah, not
1: bad. <laughs> it's, uh, it's mid or end of October, mid-October, and we're already like four deep. Yeah. This will be fifth.
0: Yeah. Number five. Well, this is, this is probably going to come out in like early, early November.
1: Numero cinco.
0: <laughs> I, I was just in Mexico. I'm not sure if I mentioned that. It really changed me. Numero cinco. <laughs> he, he says numero cinco the way that like, like teenagers who go on vacation to Myrtle Beach come back wearing puka shell. Yeah. <laughs> numero cinco. It's just who I am now. I don't know. <laughs> So, um,
1: (laughs) we released our second episode today. Yes. Uh, rave reviews. Uh, I had a friend tell me, uh, she wasn't sure if she wanted to listen, but then said it has a nice ASMR quality to it. Oh, really? So, uh, (laughs) uh, we can keep going into that if you want. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. (sighs) Um, yeah, we can uh we can just record separate a separate Frank and Eric that's just ASMR. Yeah. That's just me burping
0: for, <laughs> for an hour and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say, as far as like ASMR goes, I feel like we're a really bad option for that because there's a lot of like gross sounds.
1: Yeah, like disruptive sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, we can do that. It's me and a six pack of beer and a pile of Mexican food for an hour and a half. So if you want to tune into that, we'll just, give you updates. Uh,
0: counting in in <laughs> Spanish. Yeah. <Uno> cinco. <laughs> uh Chad has been listening to every uh to, course, to the episodes basically as soon as they are released. Uh he's wide awake all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been loving the soundboard. He said that he would he would happily just listen to us laughing at a soundboard for you know, hours. Okay. We have a couple spin spinoffs pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> we got the, we're going to, we're going to do like a very deep specific ASMR. Yeah. Frank's going to count in Spanish and <laughs> fart and burp. And then I'm going to like, I'll Ro like, cinco. I'll like, uh, you know, crinkle some newspaper. There'll <laughs> <Yes. laughs> be a real orchestra. Of sound. Effects. And then for, for Chad, it'll just be like, <laughs> 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 and Chad just laughing hysterically at home.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Um,
0: <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, episode five of the new podcast from uh, your old boys, and like, oh. Fra- <laughs> Frank and Eric. Uh, so, uh, do you, do you want to dive into it or do you want to? Yeah, do this a- is
1: going to be a weird one, I have to say. Uh, so, we we text over what the topic is going to be or what the review is
0: going to be during the week. Um, and we did a couple movies, so I wanted to do music. Yeah. I wanted to, it doesn't even have to be just movies or music, but I just kind of like want to, you know, I want to like do different media. I would like to do food at one point. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Food, a TV show. Yeah. We could, we could do YouTube videos. Do that. We could do, what what are other things whatever, whatever. real life experiences?
1: <laughs> we'll do some man on the street shit, yeah <laughs> what it's like to walk down uh Atlantic Avenue at two p m on a Tuesday?
0: We'll go interview the guy outside the Applebee like <laughs> uh, how's your day going, sir <laughs> like thank you very much, uh hump day, am I right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh okay so so this episode uh this is Eric's choice by the way uh cuz I've gotten a lot of flack for liking this band. Okay, I think yeah. Uh, and
0: it's Alien Ant Farm. Yeah. Uh, uh the, the kind the, of a curveball. So the reason I wanted <clears throat> to review Alien Ant Farm uh because within minutes you're going to be like why I <laughs> want to talk about Alien Ant Farm. Um, Alien Ant Farm is like a shared uh, guilty pleasure mm. amongst a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Like, if you can reach the point with somebody where you're like, yeah, you know, like Alien Am Farm came on, <laughs> on my Spotify rotation, and I just let that shit roll. Kind of, kind They're, of, that stuff. everybody says the same thing. Was it the movies? <laughs> That's a jam. <laughs> I
1: I'm. Th- totally serious. I absolutely love that song.
0: Oh my God. The movies. It's so, i listen to it all day. Yeah. I've listened to it. I don't know if you can see you probably, you know, I'm, I hope no one is watching what I'm doing in Spotify, but <laughs> for the past week, it's basically been nothing but that song. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was driving around with my wife this weekend, we were upstate and I was like, Oh, you know what song I have stuck in my head? <laughs> Movies by Alien yeah. Ant Farm, and she was like, Oh, I don't remember how it goes. Here, let's put it on. So she put it on, let the whole song play, <laughs> and and there was like a, a moment of silence. And she just said, Alien Ant Farm sucks, <laughs>
1: and just like, Oh man.
0: So, when I, at
1: my last job, uh, one of my coworkers was also into like because they fall in the genre of incubus. And kind of Deftones, like the California late '90s, early 2000s, yeah. kind of new metal sort of sound.
0: But they're kind of like the. I mean, so the thing about movies is that it has, it doesn't so have a new good. metal. The new thing, metal thing about movies found.
1: is that it's so fucking good.
0: Of course, I mean that's obviously <laughs> it's, that, thing about. it's an amazing song. All right, let's just be real. We're reviewing that song because <laughs> I, I don't I know about say, you, but I couldn't fucking get through that album. I did my fucking
1: Roger and Ebert homework <laughs> today the, over the past few
0: days and listened to that entire album twice. Oh, it is fucking garbage. I know. I tried to listen to it high. I tried <laughs> to listen to it first thing in the morning when I had my cup of coffee, real bad. I tried to listen to it when I was like out running errands, Oof. where I just literally needed anything on in the background. Yeah, I could barely make it to movies which is the second track yeah. the first song is very bad the rest of the songs i can make through half the song
1: because i'm trying yeah a couple are just like like incubus songs like yeah, yeah bad incubus songs but
0: it's am, am i wrong in saying that that alien ant farms like way later than incubus right are they i thought Incubus like science came out around the same time didn't it I don't know. I thought Incubus was like late nineties and alien ant farm is early odds. No, didn't hold on because alien ant farm formed in 99. Right. But the album that came out with movies was yeah. 90, 99. They're anthology, you, uh, <laughs> right? That's <laughs> An- Their second album anthology anthology. Uh huh. Um, so you're that's 2001 yeah and they crushed it with smooth criminal
1: so that hit number one yeah on the billboard charts just wrap your head around that a new metal cover of a michael jackson song hit number one on the billboard charts in what 2002
0: 2001 2001 it had to be 2001 it came out in 2001 uh number one and the album was like number 13 or something yeah
1: um, and all so this is an era where you can have one song yes. you will you'll have a it's a platinum record
0: because it's like the TRL era yes like all you need is that one video that everybody watches every week every yep. day yep. for weeks and they buy the album great video too it is a good video very fun video um was this pre 9-11 <laughs> <laughs> Is that relevant to your critique of the song? Yes. I'm taking a holistic view of things. I feel like when I hear music like this Uh and maybe this is just me, maybe this is just my own framework of thinking about things. But when I hear like a new metal cover of smooth criminal and think about it being number one, I think that could only happen in a world in a pre nine 11 world where everything was okay. Huh? And like people weren't like kind of rocked awake and thinking about how terrible everything is. All the One time. could argue that post nine 11 people wanted
1: more escapism. Yeah. Yeah. Like was, there wasn't like a grunge resurgence after nine 11. Right.
0: What? I don't. I don't Meaning have. A, like, I, I don't have a clear theory on this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's something you thought about on your walk today. No, I mean, I sort of get what you're saying. Like things were easier before 9/11, right? Sure, but I don't know if like art, art definitely changed. But I don't, was there like a clear movement that happened after 9/11? I
0: think that um, <clears throat> 9/11 was a loss of innocence. That uh, it's true. That you could probably. Just, I'm working on my graduate I know that thesis. I to it's so political. That's all. It's not political. I'm saying that like, <clears throat> like on September 12th, 2001, probably felt weird to pop in that real big fish CD. Sure,
1: I will say on September 12th, 2001, I would still listen to movies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, <laughs> and,
0: and love it. But would you listen to Smooth Criminal? Uh... Yeah, I guess not. I think if there's anything I've learned in this past week, <laughs> <laughs> it's that Movies is a massive outlier for this band.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm listening to it. I was like, how did they write a good fucking song? Because oh. the rest of the songs are just, they're ge- very generic sounding of that time. Yes. And so it would they would have been an okay band then. Yeah, like, yeah, You saw them open for Hoobast Egg. Like right. that kind of band. Right, right.
0: Oh, totally, totally. Yeah.
1: Like they're the second opener for Stank, But movies is just a masterpiece. It's an incredible... <laughs> 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 it's one of the best... Yeah. Uh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of the best songs of the 2000s. Uh-huh. And the vocals are on point. It's
0: super hmm. catchy. The, the singer is kind of attractive, He's kind of good looking and he dances like he has no knees. Yeah. And, and, like, he, and sometimes he just says he sings like he's reading a list of words <laughs> <laughs> and not exactly
1: a sentence. Yeah. Like his mouth is wide open. Like he has one of those dental things in his mouth where you can see all
0: his teeth. Yeah. He, he sings like that the entire time. He almost when he's performing, he <laughs> almost looks like somebody who's been like cursed by a bridge troll <laughs> into uh, like like he he's trapped into being the lead singer of alien ant Farm until he can trick someone else into taking over the curse and being the lead singer of alien ant doesn't work. And now he's just there forever. He's still <laughs> in the band. I wonder if he still does that
1: dance move. I hope so. I saw, I li- pulled up their Wikipedia page and it's kind of a depressing Wikipedia page. Um, I, you know, it doesn't really do, it doesn't do movies justice, right? This Wikipedia page. No, I wonder no. if there's a fucking,
0: bang in wikipedia page for just movies i mean there should be if there's not i'm I'm looking right now i don't see there should be because it says that they toured the two hit singles off that album were smooth criminal and movies yeah and they toured on like like oh wait no there is a wikipedia page for movies (laughs) oh shit Oh shit. Movies is a song by <laughs> alien Ant farm released as the first single from their album anthology in 2001, then re-released to a larger audience after the success of smooth criminal. Huh? Though it peaked only at number 18, <laughs> still pretty good on the U S modern rock chart. It remained on the chart for 32 weeks, five weeks longer than smooth criminal. There you go. Which is number one. You know why? It's because <clears throat> smooth criminal was just, Pastiche. It yes. was just, yes. it, and, and it's like, Oh, we kind of have this yeah. song, but it's a deep track on the
1: 13 tracks on anthology.
0: Yeah. 13, 13 people bought, people heard smooth criminal and they were like, "eh, that's okay. They saw yeah. the video. They're like, that's a neat video. I'm going to go out and buy this album. They listened to track one. Uh, they listened to track three. Uh, they listened to track <laughs> four. Uh, they listened to track five on and on. All the way through. But when they went to track two. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I told Chad I would work the soundboard a little bit more. Where is that from? Oh, uh, that's Maddie Matheson Tasting Hot Sauce. Ah. We still had that one on the last one. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, movies. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I just pulled up the Alien and Farm. Um, Instagram page just to see what's happening. They're currently on tour with uh POD. Ooh. If you want to see a POD alien ant farm show, uh, they're playing France uh, tomorrow. So check that out. Fucking hell. God, what was, damn. what
0: was POD's big jam? They have like a
1: suicide song, I think.
0: It, really?
1: Yeah. Like telling kids to not kill themselves. It's like, just listen to the song and try not to kill
0: yourself. Aren't that they, was, that was the song. Aren't they like, they're like Christian rock, right? I don't know. P, I think POD is Christian. Yeah, they might be. Um, yeah, I, I was reading a thing about, uh, oh, it's on the alien ant farm Wikipedia page. Uh huh. I, uh, on the movies one or the alien ant farm, alien ant farm, okay. the, the less interesting Wikipedia page. They are a Christian new middle band. You're correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> Uh, I, I, I scrolled through and I was like, Oh, let's see what, what they're doing most recently. And, uh, they, they went on the, in 2016, they went on the make America rock again tour. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and they, it was a tour with alien ant farm. Uh, Oh wait, no, they headlined. Wait, 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 forget make America rock again. Okay. They announced a headlining tour during that time where they performed anthology in its entirety. You know, Excellent. they, you know, they closed with movies. They just played movies over and over again. <laughs> you know, everybody was just like, are they going to fucking play movies? They'll play
1: half a song and then it'll turn into movies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, fuck, I, I got work tomorrow. Play movies fucking so I can play get the fuck out of again. Here. Uh, No, but, um. They, in 2018, <laughs> last year, mm. they toured as part of the Gen X tour with mm. Buckcherry, Oof. POD, and Lit. Wow. Remember Lit? Sure do. <laughs> uh, I think I saw Lit at a Six Flags. I think. I mean, I, I, I'm not, if, if I happened to be at a Six Flags and Lit was playing, I'd stand around and wait for those two jams. Absolutely. Um, I would go I
1: would pay ten bucks to see movies played live. And then I would go home. You'd pay
0: ten bucks just to see that song. See that song, yes. <clears throat> I would pay that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just come up with a new business model? <laughs> and I would go crazy
1: during it. I'd scream my head off. Oh, totally. And then I'd yell, play it again.
0: <laughs> and they would be like
1: ten more dollars. <laughs> um That reminds me of the time I saw Harvey Danger. They opened for less than Jake. And I think, 1999, they had that big song, Flagpole Sita. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is not a good song.
0: Uh, I, I love it. I'm okay. Gonna, uh, sure. Also, their whole catalog is great. Really? Yeah. Way better than that song. I was going to say,
1: another band who's the rest of their catalog does not sound like that song. Yeah. Kind of like... It's, um, a little, it's a little different vibe, right?
0: Um, I mean, it's not wildly different, but it's not quite so like pop culture ironic, yes. like in your face. So, uh, what's the, what, who's the band who did popular? Oh, um, oh, oh, uh,
1: I love not a surf. Yeah. They're I like, song. They, they love that song.
0: They are the most criminally underappreciated band because yeah. everybody who learned about them, like through MTV thought it, they were just that song mm-hmm. and they are nothing like that. song. yeah, they're good.
1: <clears throat> uh, but back to Harvey danger. Um, they were playing the show with less than Jake. Um, And so they come on and everyone is booing them relentlessly. Yikes. People are throwing bottles because they're playing their non-Flagpole Sita tracks. Right. They play Flagpole Sita. People go crazy. Yeah. Next song, back to throwing bottles.
0: That's crazy because uh, <laughs> what's unfortunate, as a fan of Harvey Danger, uh <clears throat> that is arguably like the best period to see them. Like mm. they were probably like at their peak, like they're young and yeah. you know, cr- like still got the passion for it. Sure. Um, can you just read more from the movies, Wikipedia page? Yeah. Well, before I do that, just cause I got to switch back. Um, did <clears throat> you, did you notice how many monthly listeners, uh, or monthly listens? Wait, no, it's listeners. Alien ant farm has on Spotify. Did not. What would you guess in 2019? 2 million. That's not a bad guess. <laughs> were, were you being facetious? I listen
1: to movies once
0: a month probably. Same. <laughs> They're monthly listeners uh-huh. in 2019, uh-huh. 2,187,122.
1: Good, Good for them. That's crazy. I I mean I,
0: I understand it. I mean of the band of the bands that I listen to when I see like when I see a band has like 10,000 monthly listeners, I'm like Guys are killing it, like, shit! <laughs> Alien Ant Farm's rocking over two million. They're on a
1: billion playlists. Do like th- everyone loves that one song. They're like nineties playlist.
0: Yeah. Do you think they're like set?
1: I don't know. They look kind of messed up in this Wikipedia page, <laughs> in the Alien Ant Farm Wikipedia page. Um, so the the official band photo here is they're at like a folding table. Maybe they're drinking beer or something or have cups of chili. Uh, and they look fat and gross and that's rough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. They don't look great. I'll just say they're not looking their best. Uh it's a fan photo, so it's like someone's snapshot. Ooh, okay, yeah. So they didn't get it's to not pose a, for it or anything. No, they're posing, but
0: oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not trying to be too harsh on Alien That's and okay. M Farm. Okay, I think the Alien Ant <clears throat> Farm uh, also uh, they they're they're sort of multi-genre. I'd never thought of them as new metal, but clearly they are part of the new metal genre. You thought thought
1: of them as what? Alternative, pop punk, pop punk. Really?
0: I thought of them as that <clears throat> weird narrow uh, group of bands in the like the late '90s, early aughts That like, you know how a lot of punk. Pop punk bands became big during that era, yeah, but you saw the like through line of their careers, you know how like like are you talking about like the offspring or like yeah, like offspring, green Day, yeah, uh all those bands, even like saves the day and yeah. like the bands that got big, even dashboard confessional like yeah. like all the bands that kind of like came from the punk scene mm-hmm. uh, for most of them, you kind of like knew where they came from, and then you're like, oh they they broke through yeah but then there was like this handful of bands that kind of played with the same sound that like you never knew where they were from they just kind of like appeared Mm -hmm. um and and i always assumed that they were just like assembled to be to like participate in the trend well speaking as a big
1: deftones fan yeah uh they model a similar style like guitar tone and like Fashion styling that Deftones do, like the wide pants and like the Adidas and the high socks.
0: Yeah, the like that whole uh, look. The like the long <clears throat> cut off dickies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
1: like corn sort of look that way too. Yeah, and I really love that band Far. Oh man, I don't know them. Far is not a new metal band, but are, are their they like album, the Deftones? Water? No, <laughs> not, they're kind of heavy, but the singer has an amazing voice. Uh, the album Water and Solutions is fantastic
0: i'll check that out so
1: good very underrated that album Um, anyway they look like that that aesthetic the north that california 90s sort of like rap rocking guy yeah you know like you listen to nwa and and i don't know but mad ball i don't know what the other
0: right right there's that there is so the there is like a in my mind, there is a connection to Madball in some way. And it's because it's like, they got this busy bass sound. Yes. And, but it's not, it's not really Madball. It's more like there's a handful of bands around that time that had uh, a fat, busy bass player <laughs> who, who was really into, who was really jokey. <laughs> <laughs> there's a great review by
1: spin on the alien Ant farm Wikipedia page. Uh, let me find it real quick. Um, sorry, one second. Oh, someone died, I think. You bastard. Um, I'm going to find this in a second, but um
0: you want me to just read from the movie's Wikipedia?
1: Yes, please.
0: Um Yes, please. Uh but but in terms of like that that um group of bands that kind of appeared out of nowhere, I think of like Alien Ant Farm, Goldfinger, Lit. Mm-hmm. Uh uh I'm sure there's more. Um but it's like are there people who for whom Lit was like their hometown band? Yeah, and they're probably. like they're like, oh shit, Lit made it. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. I think they're just like <laughs> They were like LA musicians who like capitalized on a trend or they were like,
1: they were your bar band and then they became a super group bar band. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But, <clears throat> but like they weren't like playing fire halls in the suburbs. No. In no, like the punk not. scene. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. And I think that like in the, in the nineties, that was sort of the trajectory that you saw. It was like, it was like, you know, you could still look on YouTube at old VHS videos of like Jimmy Eat World playing in the basement of house parties and like they became a huge pop band. And so like you watch that trajectory for that sound and then you have like these, these like punk sounding bands that show up and you're like, where, where the fuck these dudes come from? Yeah. Um, they were labeled new metal according to their Wikipedia
1: page and spin stated in 2003 that their hit cover of Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal proved that new metal could be funny on purpose.
0: That's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: New um, metal is like probably the, the most disrespected genre. For good reason. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it fucking sucks. But still. <laughs> no love for new metal. Um, Do new metal bands call themselves new metal? does like seven
0: dust call themselves like oh yeah that's a good question like is that is that like fucking sucks is new metal like a pejorative where they're like yo fuck off we're just metal (laughs) yeah it's like no you're not he plays a nine-string bass (laughs) and i play a seven-string guitar and that guy wears a mask but we (laughs) are metal (laughs) sometimes we crab walk but we're a metal band (laughs) and also that's our dj
1: (laughs) Maybe they prefer to rap metal. (laughs) This guy wears a mask. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe they prefer rap metal,
0: Uh,
1: which to me is even more, almost more insulting.
0: Yeah. Is rap metal, if we're going to get like really into like shaving down the genres. Sure. Is rap metal different than new metal? Yes. Okay. So... (laughs) (laughs) Or is rap metal a subgenre of new metal? I think, if anything, new metal
1: is a subgenre of rap metal because there was like, a you know, you could call Rage Against the Machine rap metal, right? Rap rock, because that's when people call that because of his vocal stylings. Sure. I wouldn't call him that. I wouldn't either. But people have cited them as a rap metal band. I think more like Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Yeah. Woof, woof. <laughs> As a half metal, something to break. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in that genre. Man, they really fucked up that Woodstock. Yeah, um, but uh, new metal is more. <clears throat> you're heavy, but you're not a hardcore band. You're too slowed up for hardcore. Yeah, but you don't shred enough to be metal. Yeah, and like
0: mm-hmm. you're more annoying than just an alternative band. Yeah, I'm trying to like. You have fit breakdowns. It up. I'm trying to fit <clears throat> it, up. Do, but new metal bands don't have breakdowns, do they? I think so. Yeah, like Deftones does. God, Deftones are so good. Are they new metal? Yeah, yeah, but they're not new metal in the way that like the like let the bodies hit the floor is new metal, right? But they sort of fall in the same bucket. Isn't Deftones more like droney and like yeah, alternative? They can be.
1: Yeah. So I was talking to someone who was listening to the show today and she'd never heard a uh, firestorm. Well,
0: that was a mistake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could correct that. for you. So she was listening to the first episode, not having heard firestorm. Right. So her friend told her to listen to it. Go take a walk and listen to firestorm. She said it's the worst song she's ever heard <laughs> in her life. She's like, it's basically one chord. Well, you weren't there. It's like, oh, well, we told you that. Yeah. We that, warned you. We, we warned you. We said that right yeah, up front. Yeah. One chord. It's not good. Um, it's the heavy one. Um, <laughs> uh, they found the best chord and they <laughs> just played it. But um, her, she said, no, I don't like this. It's too slow. That was the major. No! Criti- <laughs> <laughs> but I love that as a critique <laughs> <It's>, of Firestorm. <laughs> too slow. Okay, what do you what do you that's want? The, that's the worst part about it. It's too <laughs> slow. His, I mean, his his vocals sound like shit. Yeah, and it's like a rudimentary song.
0: Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> wrong with it. Too slow. <clears throat> so if it was just like double time, you'd like it. It's a go. Good song. Street by street, block by block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this rips. <laughs>
1: Can- <laughs> <laughs> it's basically edm <laughs> if you do it double time yeah. that's funny <clears throat> yeah earth crisis should record all of their stuff double time that would fucking slay oh my god they would sell so many records
0: earth crisis as edm if they just double timed all their records <sighs> So here's the thing. Here's the thing that for me works about Firestorm and uh what's the other <clears throat> song? Gamora's Season Ends. We we talked sure, about it. Yeah. I'm getting a spam call, you bastards. Right. Um so uh I was actually listening to uh a podcast the other day. Uh I was listening to an interview with Maddie Matheson, and mm-hmm. it was on the 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 lead singer of fucked up has a podcast. Okay. It's called turned out a punk and he interviews people who are like in the scene or like tangentially involved with the scene or like have been influenced by punk and hardcore. Yeah. So he was interviewing Maddie Matheson and they were like, kind of like really talking about, uh, you know, um, like they were talking very in depth about music. Yeah. And uh, Maddie said this thing that r- I really identified with. And he, he was like, you know, when I was coming up and I was like a metal kid first, like I loved Metallica and, and like eighties metal and shit mm-hmm. like that. But like, I was always looking for the breakdowns. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Like I, and, and he was like, you know, I, I like, I knew the hardcore kids. Like I was familiar with hardcore and they're all listened, listening to like minor threat. And like, they're listening to like, thrashy post-punk hardcore yeah but like he, he was like i wanted to hear the breakdowns and apparently his like cousin was dating the guitar player in Madball, okay and like somebody gave them a mad ball cd and he was like holy shit <laughs> the, like he and he, he was like i remember my friends and i like sitting in our in the bedroom like around the you know the stereo listening to this and we were like this is what we're about. Like hardcore. It's about the fucking breakdowns. And I have always felt that way too. Like hardcore songs to me are just a vehicle for delivering the breakdown. Yes. And if you come at me with a hardcore song that doesn't have the breakdown, I'm skipping you. Like you are track one and three through 13 (laughs) on anthology. Do you understand? I need a breakdown. (laughs) Give it to me fast. Slow it down. Yeah. Finish me off fast. <laughs> I don't, I, I respect the rest of the hardcore genre, but come on, get yep. out of my way. Yep. Firestorm pe- is the perfect
1: breakdown. To me, it's uh poison. The wells, um,
0: nerdy. Oh yeah. dude. Oh boy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I saw poison. The well in 2000, I want to say 2001. Uh huh maybe 2002 and uh it was fucking epic man they yeah. played it, it, like they they everybody at the show wanted to hear nothing but opposite of december uh-huh. and they were they, i think they were touring on uh who who comes before you or whatever i think that might be what yeah. they were touring the, whatever the next album was yeah, yeah. uh maybe t- tear from the red or oh, tear yeah. from the maybe, red yeah. or yeah. um But, but every time it was so funny, it was like the, the crowd was so off and on. It was like the Harvey danger show where it was like, if they played something off of opposite of December, the crowd went fucking crazy. Yeah. And then they just turned off with anything else. And it was the, it was the era where they were like, they, they were like kind of breaking through almost. Yeah. And the lead singer had that thick ass neck. Yep. Like he had that fucking like, cause they put out those two records and then sort of disappeared for a while. Yeah. And those two records blew
1: up yeah. and then they came out with another record. Everyone's like, just play that old shit that we love.
0: Yeah. I think they got like, I I, I heard that they got really into drugs yeah, oh. and like kind of spun out and had to like regroup and get their shit back together. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and everybody's just like play nerdy <laughs> literally just for <laughs> Still today, to this day, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> but were you making a point about um, Firestarter, Firestorm,
0: Firestorm? Yeah. So the 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 real value of Firestorm, in my mind, is that it it is like the most distilled version of that hardcore sound. Yes. Like you you will listen to an entire Madball record all you're waiting for is that moment where they just go, they slow it down and you get your breakdown. You That's know? why that like, first Norma Jean record is so good. Yeah. Ooh. Like uh, you listen to fucking Snapcase, You listen to yeah. all these bands. Yeah. All you're waiting for are those fucking breakdowns. Yep. And even though it's like a real kind of like blunt meat headed delivery of it, it's like, Hey, we're just here with a breakdown. We're just giving you what you want, like from from second one all the way to the end. It's deeply satisfying to you.
1: Yeah. When it hits, oof. <laughs> oof. Um I, I don't think there is a breakdown in movies, oddly enough. Still like it. Still a good song. I
0: mean, we're this is apples and oranges, man. We're yeah, that's it.
1: true. You're right. You're right. Um yeah. Is that is that it
0: you think for uh, for <clears> movies?
1: Yeah. I don't know what yeah. else we could say to like
0: <laughs> completely <laughs> go off on this, on this, this song. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, uh, honestly, like the, the thing that's funny about this song, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about movies. <laughs> you know, I said before that it is like this shared kind of like uh guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, I feel like during that era, it was almost a point of pride to have like a discerning taste. You know what I mean? Uh Like, because if you were, you know, if you were a suburban pop punk kid, like I was and like you were, you, you like, you defined yourself by this sound that suddenly became global and like really popular. So you still had your opinions, you know, and you had to be like, yeah, well they, that's not like, they're not good. Like they're, yeah, They're on MTV, so, like, you know, fuck that. Like, I'm wearing my Bouncing Souls T-shirt with the, like, anti-MTV logo on it and whatever. And, like, you, even though, like, Alien Ant Farm is so not what you would be into if you were, like, one of those people at the time, it is so undeniably, like, a perfect song for that genre. Right. You know, like, of that era. Yeah. So it's, like... I love how that song has been revealed over time to be this weakness amongst people that I know. You know what I mean where they're like Absolutely. Like yeah, I would never admit to this in the light of day, but Absolutely. Movies fucking shit. <laughs> like, I fucking I play that separately on YouTube so people can't see it on my Yeah, Yeah,
1: like I, I had it on today at work. I had the whole album on today at work, and I like made sure I, it was hidden so no one could see it on my desktop. Yes. yes. My office, my I office. love that. And I was like, this fucking loser loves Alien Ant Farm. Um, Yeah, I wasn't a pop punk kid. I was a kid who was into ska.
0: Right. So not, but, not
1: pop punk, but like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I was the ska kid who wanted to hear the breakdowns. Right. Like I, like I didn't, wasn't, I didn't know enough about hardcore to know I was into hardcore yet. Yeah. Um, I just wanted it to be like harder and faster. Yes. Um, but, uh, speaking of hard and fast, I had a weird, uh, Friday night last Friday. Um,
0: I'm I listening. Oh boy. Do you have any other new, uh, drops? Here? Yeah, I do. I, um, mm, let me see. <clears throat> well, you're going to want to use that sound effect real soon. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> intrigued. Uh, no, I have, uh, so I was thinking that we should have like, um, an emotion, more of an emotional range in our, um, okay. in our soundboard, someone crying. <clears throat> yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, there's a really famous episode of, um, uh, intervention, Okay. That uh, is on YouTube as the <laughs> oh best, God. the best cry ever. Okay. So what I did was I loaded up the full clip so you can hear the <clears throat> lead into the cry, but then I chopped out the cry so we can just hold on to the cry. I appreciate that. I want you to hear the beginning okay. so that you know. What is the, set me up with what's the intervention? Um, I don't remember it specifically. Is I think like dog hair or something. It's a, it's, you know, it's no, it's a I, I I don't know if the guy's a drunk or a drug addict or what, but uh, it's like an older gentleman who is uh, being addressed by his son, I believe. And his son is making this impassioned plea to him. And the cry is the 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 son's crying to his dad. No, the son is speaking to his dad and the dad cries. God, get a grip. Are you ready? Sure. (laughs) What? Oh wait, no, that's the cry. Wait. God damn it. I ruined it. Wait. Here okay. So here's the impassioned plea and then the cry. Because I know somewhere deep down in my heart. Wait, what's wrong with this guy? He's he's choking back the tears. Okay. I still love you. <laughs> So I—that's disturbing. Yeah, that disturbed so, me. So I got it on deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cat yawn. Or something. I know. It's so good, man.
1: Even the sun. <laughs> even the sun's voice is very disturbing.
0: I know. It's so good because I know.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> that's good. But because I know is pretty good.
0: I know. Oh ah,
1: <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Oh, so speaking of um, Halloween um, and the last episode, the Blair Witch episode, was mm-hmm. that the last episode? Yes. Was it? Yeah. Um, so Six Flags Great Adventure, my hometown, Jackson, New Jersey, right? <laughs> Have you been to the Six Flags
0: there? Yes. Not since the 90s, but
1: yes, I have. So the best time to go, if you're ever going to go to Six Flags in Jackson, New Jersey, is during Fright Fest, which is right now. We were
0: literally just talking about this. You and Maya. Yeah.
1: Great. You should go. Take your fucking truck down there. Drive down to Jackson. Yes. Say hello to Barb and Val while you're down there. (laughs) Um, Because they have this coffin challenge. Are you aware of this? No. No. The challenge is I'm in (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I'm so proud of Jackson, New Jersey right now for having created this, but it's a 30 hour challenge. You stay in a coffin for 30 hours in the park. Every three hours, you get a 15 minute pee or phone break. No big deal.
0: Wait, every, every Three three hours,
1: 15 minute break. Okay. Breeze.
0: And then ghouls.
1: So like ghouls and people that are dressed up in the park, to, like, scare you. They come by and, like, rattle your coffin and, like, fuck with you. Right. And they ask you a series of questions because, like, you can't sleep. They keep you up the whole time. Okay. I would sleep through it. Exactly. No no problem. This sounds like a dream.
0: It sounds like a fucking <laughs> treat. Wait. so So you're telling me that... Being trapped in a coffin being that's being rattled by ghouls sounds like a treat to you? <laughs> well, I just, if that's the challenge. What's yes. going on in your life?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, if I can do that and then win a prize, that's mm-hmm. the treat. Mm-hmm.
0: What's the prize? It doesn't matter. I don't even know. I is think it, it's like a 100 bucks or something. Is it like a hands-on-a-hard-body situation where they just have like a row of coffins yes. and it's like the last person to be in the coffin wins? I think you have to rack up points by either like not being
1: scared or at, like you have to answer questions too. Some sort of I forget what the questions are. Huh? And you rack up points by doing certain different things while you're in the coffin.
0: What? By like being
1: what? A, I, By being a tough guy? I have to pull it up. I don't. I don't feel like pulling it up right now. Um.
0: But do you want me to pull it up? So uh, yeah, you, you don't have to. Uh, right. Um. I'm just curious what the challenges could possibly be when you're in a coffin.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> it's most mostly point, uh, answering questions. I think like not freaking out probably too. Okay. Like not having a meltdown. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like the easiest thing you could possibly do to win a hundred bucks? I don't even know if it's a hundred dollars for the record. It it could be $20 and like a hot dog
0: three hours and then you get a 15 minute break. Yeah. Easy. That's like going to work. (laughs) Yeah. Going to work is like being trapped in a coffin being rattled (laughs) by ghouls. (laughs) I completely agree. Um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking about it like uh, on the face of it. I want to say that that would be easy. So um, easy. So I rode a motorcycle to Florida earlier this year. Uh, I had to ride because the uh, so we had to stop every 70 miles, mm-hmm. which, you know, when you're on the highway, that turns into every hour. OK, why? Uh, because the guy I was with, that was the the um, the range of his gas tank. That's annoying, so, huh? Yeah. I that's mean, a, that's a lot of stopping. Yes. But I was like, Oh no, that'll be good because we could stop every hour. That gives you a chance to like stand up, stretch, whatever. Sure. Like that will break up the monotony. Um, I'll tell you what, that those breaks didn't help. Like after a few hours, you are so <laughs> uncomfortable being in that one position. That's what I would expect from the coffin challenge. You're just laying down. Yeah. But like, I could lay down for a day. <laughs> are you allowed to like have your phone? Can you like watch the office in there? No. Oh, you're just alone with your thoughts. Yep. Easy. Uh, I don't know. I mean like, I want to say like, this yo, is so good. Fucking shut <clears throat> me in there.
1: Okay. So stay in the coffin except for a 13 minute 13. It's good. 13 minute bathroom break every three hours. Easy. Okay. Participants who step outside the coffins for any reason, with the exception of designated bathroom breaks, uh, will be disqualified. All meals but must be eaten in the coffin. Easy.
0: <laughs> Wait, Easy. so, th- so this is, uh, there's multiple people doing this simultaneously. So there are one, two, three, four, five contestants. Amanda Roberts from Hopatcong,
1: New Jersey. Yeah. Michael Markowitz from Ridley Park, PA. Deborah Cricket uh, Alanis from Bayshore, New York. Carrie Platt, Forked river and John Nash. How did these people get <clears> selected to do this? Don't know. Um, so the first place is $600 and then two 2020 gold season passes.
0: Cool. I'm, I'm going to need way bigger prizes to even inconvenience myself this much. Are you serious, dude? 600 bucks. You would do it for a free pizza. Come on. Lay in a coffin for 38 hours. Yes.
1: 30, 30, 30 hours. 30 hours. It's like, oh, I had a bad Tuesday. It's like it's <laughs> easy. It's so easy.
0: Dude, I think you would be talking all kinds of shit, and 15 minutes into that, you'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> no way, man.
1: Like, I'd eat a huge pizza and have a bunch of beers before I got in, just lay in there and pass out. It'd <laughs> be
0: great. Just sleep the first 15 hours. You're <laughs> yeah. just out. Wake up, to <laughs>
1: a huge shit. Get back in and it's done. It's
0: time for brunch. Let's do it. <laughs> Easy. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> um I think you would just get really restless more than you think. It's the limited range of motion that's the problem. Again, it's like going to work. Did you did you I, I didn't follow up on how this ended, but did you see the thing about the guy? the guy in Vegas who was the gambler who bet his friend that he could live in his bathroom in total darkness for like a month. (laughs) And the the bet was like $30,000 or something. And so a month is a long time. Yeah. And his friend was like, there's no way you're going to literally going to lose your mind. And he was like, fuck that. I could do it. That's called
1: solitary confinement.
0: Yeah. And so he did it. I don't, I don't, I don't think he made it. I don't think he made it to the end. How old is this guy? He's probably like 25 or something. right? I think he's like in his thirties. Yeah. I, I don't love, know. I didn't I, read up on this. I but. love the idea that I
1: have to eat all my meals in my coffin. Like I know they're just going to be passing me like a chili cheese dog in my coffin. I was like, nom 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 and then go back to sleep.
0: But the, you're like in a coffin. So you're like, you got to like carefully snake the chili cheese dog up your chest and then like, like get it in your mouth. Like,
1: <laughs> It's fine
0: seems so gonna be chilly, just dripping all over your face yeah if no one no one can see me though who cares yeah if they could um if they could like put a catheter in me and then i could lay there with a beer straw (laughs) (laughs) you just black out yeah like fuck this let's do it (laughs) yeah that's funny yeah just hook me up to like a natty light truck and just fucking just sign a, the check because I'm going to win. Just uh, <laughs> drop a tab of acid,
1: lay in there. Have a grand old time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh my come. God. It's like hour, it's hour 29. <gasps> <laughs> and you bust out of the coffin and they're like, dude, you've been in there for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been for Fright Festa? No. Uh, we were just talking to... Um, uh, or oh, our friend Jen Davidick, she, uh, I can't remember if she was telling, she told she mentioned Fright Fest, but also, have you ever been to Dorney Park? Yeah. No, so, uh, have I? Maybe, I don't know. I think Dorney does a similar thing. I can't remember if she was saying that one was better than the other. D- at, at Fright There's Fest, no way it's better than Fright Fest.
1: <laughs> Whatever Dorney
0: Park has to offer, <laughs> there's no way it's better. Does does, uh, does Fright Fest have <clears> the no scare lights? I don't know. She was saying that uh, you can go and like you can opt in to have this like no scare thing and they give you like a necklace thing like a lanyard that you wear with a little like glowing thing on it and that alerts all the people who work there that you are not. It tells the ghouls (laughs) to steer clear. Why would you want that? Well, you know, like some people don't want to be scared.
1: Why would you go to Fright Fest then?
0: Um. Maybe because you're, like, married to an unemployed 6'8 guy who wants to be scared. (laughs) Okay. You know? Because I'm like, I was trying to make this happen. I wanted to go. Sounds so fun. Just so so I could be like, fuck you to everybody who comes at me. (laughs) Yo, fuck you, 16-year-old from fucking central New Jersey. I will fucking tombstone you here. (laughs) That's you basically just want to have confrontations with teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I want to get fucking scared. Let's see who gets scared in here tonight. <laughs> okay, is it gonna be is it gonna be me <laughs> or is it gonna be you? Um, we should get the whole automatic butt crew to go. Yeah, that would be really funny. I somehow don't think any one of them would be no, on board. I don't think any one of Although we do have a truck, we can drive down Dun- there. Duncan might go. Yeah, he would go. Chad would probably go. Yeah, we got two yeses
1: there. <laughs> um, we could see the McDonald's that I used to work at. We could go to the caricature
0: shop that I used to work oh, at. damn, Frank Tork. See all the sites. Oh, we can get a group character done. Yeah. That'd be funny. Maybe you could you could be like, hey. Uh, let, me, l- l- like, let me steer. Wait, why don't you let me sit in well, the driver's we drive. be like, <laughs> we don't know who you are. Get out of here. <laughs> ah, my old stomping grounds. <laughs> Sir, get out of here. Sir, you're terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Jackson, man. Love it. Um,
1: but last Friday, um, I, a friend of mine now works for the MoMA. Okay. Museum of modern art in New York. Okay. Um, and they just expanded the building, the museum. And so there's like a new wing, right? <clears throat> so it just opened this, this Monday. So there's an opening party on Friday night, big opening party. Big to do big to do. So she invited me to this like museum opening party. Oh, were any famous people there? Uh, you know, that's what I was looking for. I didn't really see anyone. Everyone was dressed like they were in that Janet Michael Jackson Scream video. Really? Yeah. Like quasi futuristic all in black kind of like like shiny vinyl. (laughs) Not, not quite shiny vinyl, but like aspirationally shiny vinyl. Huh? Like you're in the matrix. Kind of. Yeah. Like, but cool matrix. Right. Not like kill people matrix. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so everyone's like, you know, really posturing and everyone, you could tell the look on everyone's face is like, Oh, I'm cool. I'm here
0: this is a cool thing to do. It's just a room full of people looking for the, looking for the celebrity. Exactly. And just staring at each other. Right. Um,
1: (laughs) And there was like a DJ, people were dancing and there's free drinks. Uh, It was fine. It was one of those things that sounds more fun on paper than it actually is. Sure. You're just standing, standing in a museum drinking. Um, So it felt like kind of like a funny, like New York moment thing, you know? Yeah. So we leave. I'm with the guy who doesn't eat red foods. Yes. He's one of the guys there. Right. (laughs) Recurring character. Yes. I hope so. Um, (laughs) And him and I, uh, well, we leave and I'm by myself and I go home I take the G train home back to Brooklyn. And so I'm walking off the G train and the train leaves and there's a a group of people uh, walking down the platform and on the platform is a man, big smile on his face. Uh huh standing on the platform, pooping off the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. And just like
1: trying to make eye contact with everybody Ooh. who's walking by a uh, confrontational I, pooper. I thought it was this great, like high, low contrast to the night, like this nice New York holistic moment. Yes. It was a very like sex in the city night for me. <laughs> Like, I'm Carrie right now.
0: Yeah, Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> I remember that episode where she went to the MoMA and hoped <laughs> that Jerry Seinfeld would show up and then watched a man poop on the subway. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and wow. Then, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I have seen uh I've seen two people pooping uh <laughs> since I moved to New York. One was at the Broadway Lafayette stop. Mm-hmm. And it was so you know when you're if you can picture the Broadway Lafayette stop you like come you walk through the gate and then you walk down the stairs yeah like so you walk in you have to make a U turn to go down the stairs um but like right at the top of the stairs there's a bench and one time I was walking down the stairs and I looked up and there was a man kind of he had scooted forward on the bench and was just shitting (laughs) and I was like it's pretty smooth yeah it's not a uh, it's not bad. One it's not, say, it's uh, not very hidden. Smooth <clears throat> criminal, you know? It was a... <laughs> 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 smooth uh, criminal. Very smooth. Uh, <laughs> not inconspicuous, though. I will tell well, you... It's hard um, to take a
1: poop and, and no one notice. You know? Right.
0: I'm going to argue that there are more inconspicuous locations to poop. I than, mean, in your pants. That's kind of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, the the problem was I was like halfway down the stairs as I looked up. I yeah. you know, you imagine you look up at a 45 degree angle. It was like, he was shitting on me, mm. like on my world. Yeah. Like not directly. Very on metaphorical. Me. Yeah. I was like, this makes sense right now. <laughs> I am. I, this is just a fucking line drive of poop coming right out of this fucking homeless dude right at me. This is where I'm at in my life right now. Uh, and then one time I was, uh, just walking like just off of Atlantic down here. And, uh, some guy was like holding himself up between two cars, like holding the cars, just like, ah, just shitting on the street. And I was like, God bless.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I almost had a moment recently, uh, jogging where I thought I was going to have to go in the street. And I thought I'm just going to go on the street. I don't care where it is. I'm not going to risk pooping my pants. Uh, yeah. Couldn't you just like run to a Starbucks? There are no Starbucks where I run. Okay, it's sort of like a barren area. Okay, you can poop
0: anywhere out there. It's a proper exactly. Right. You know, I mean, there's traffic, but I don't I'm think I've ever. Me. I don't think I've ever pooped in an unconventional place. <laughs> Only the woods for me. We've I don't want. I don't want to get too into. Yeah, it. well, it's not. It's not. It's this not is. A, this is just not. This is not the tone that we care for yeah, in this yeah. podcast. It's not. But, uh, it's not who we are anymore. I am, I am, I am still a, a monocle wearing dandy. I am, I have never uh, lowered myself to defecate in a unconventional place. Well, I'm proud of you. Thanks. Um, how are we on time? Oh, we get all the time in the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if
0: I. I I wanted to remind you of something that I said a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, you remember when I told you. Was it you, on the show? Or? It was on the show, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you remember when <laughs> Is this going to be a lesson for me? I think like I'm going to learn a lesson right now. <laughs> no. No. Just to remind you of the um, thing I said. <clears throat> do you remember when I mentioned uh, that I frequently order things on Amazon?
1: You bought a tattoo gun. Y-
0: yes. Yeah. Uh, And and at the time, I uh, I woke up and I killed the order. I and I, I didn't receive it. Yep. Well, I ordered it again. Oh my god! Because <laughs> you were drunk again, or what? Uh, I was I was I was slightly intoxicated. Uh huh. And um, what time of day is this? Is it like two
1: a.m. or is it like one o'clock? Like you just had a BLT and you're like, I'm going to order a tattoo. Oh ground? no, it's
0: closer to 2 AM. It's okay. more like, yeah, it's like a, in the midnight hour. You okay. Know? Uh, I, uh, I started watching this, uh, this video. Actually, I'm just going to say, uh, when, um, I thought that was my jacket that you were going through for a second. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Uh, I have uh, a cookie in my jacket. I'm hungry. So when I, uh, when I, the whole the, okay. So when the first tattoo, the the first flirtation with buying a tattoo gun happened? Terrible idea. Oh my god! Totally, <laughs> totally a terrible, real bad idea. That's a gateway purchase. Oh my god! Totally. <laughs> I I am telling you. I, Why do I feel like I? Could, you're humoring me right now.
1: I could not agree it's with like you more. When you buy uh, hair clippers. And now you have crazy haircuts all the time. Oh, yeah. And like weird body hair. Yep. Like you have patterns in your genitals and stuff. Not in your genitals, in your pubic hair.
0: One time I accidentally shaved off all my pubes. See? Because I bought a clipper, you know, I bought the clippers and then uh, I misplaced the attachments. Yep. And I only had, uh, we don't have to get into the nitty gritty of my manscaping, (laughs) but (laughs) I have a certain, uh, you know, a length that I like to go for. A hedge pattern. Exactly. It's a <laughs> topiary, if you will. <laughs> it's like the neighborhood in Edward Scissorhands when you look right. at my pants. Yes. Uh, it's it's a menagerie of shapes. As one would expect. <laughs> but I, so I had, you know, this uh, very respectable conservative length that I would keep it at. And I, for, I lost the little like clip-on guide, you know, for the, the clippers. Yeah. And one day I was like, you know what? I can do this. I I cannot keep looking for these goddamn yeah. clips. Yeah. I'll just figure it out. It's an art form, you know? Yeah. And it's like, uh, you, you know, like <clears throat> there's like a, you know, like a sort of like a cliche of like, you know, when you're trimming your mustache and like, you know, you go a little too close and you kind of like you're edging it up, you know, you like you're trying to fix it. You're trying to fix it. And before you know it, you don't have a mustache. Anymore, sure. You know? um, so that happened. Is that a my, cliche thing? Well, yeah, it's sort of like, a, you know, when you should trim your mustache, you don't have a mustache anymore. <laughs> not a cliche, but you know, it's like a, uh, to use that in the office. It's time. a thing, not a cliche. Not a cliche. <laughs> I don't think you should bring that up. Do not bring that up at work. <laughs> oh, this is like when you don't have a mustache anymore. You guys never heard of that? My this, un- is, this design is like when you don't have a mustache anymore. Anyway. My unemployed friend who uh, <laughs> bought a tattoo you know, machine ever- told me this is a cliche. <laughs> Ugh, uh, tough crowd. No, uh, but you know the thing <clears throat> where it's like if you if you're like if you're shaving and you're like sure you're like oh man I'm just gonna like trim my sideburns oh fuck they're not even and then before you know it yeah, yeah, yeah. you look like an android because you have no sideburns <laughs> you look like powder. <laughs> Exactly. So that was what happened with my pubes. Okay. Your pubes were the powder of yeah. genitals. And then like I, I went on vacation and it happened like right before I went on vacation. And then I had to like... Is this like recently or what? No, it was like a year or two ago. Okay. So recently. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had... We went on vacation. <laughs> and then I was like, Oof. I was like changing into swim trunks or something. And my wife was like, why are you being so like weirdly protective of of your body right now. And I was like, all right, I have a confession. I shaved my whole body. I'm sorry. It was, it was an incremental thing that got out of control because I couldn't find the thing. I knew we were going on vacation. I wanted to do something nice for you. I thought you like when I looked like a seal. Yeah. I got you a gift that you definitely didn't want. Uh, anyway, I have so, a surprise. Um, yeah, so I, uh, now you can see my chode. <laughs> So, so so we're, we're talking about tattoo machines here. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, so I, uh, you know, when I told people about the initial flirtation, people were upset that I didn't go through with it. Who's people, you know, people, people (laughs) I talked to like the, was one of them your wife? No, like the guy outside of Applebee's who's like, (laughs) It's like, like dude, hey, you, man. Hey, man, I made the craziest purchase last night. It was a tattoo machine. And he was like, oh! It's <laughs> um, <laughs> like, all right, check you later, bro. And he was like, oh! <laughs> uh, so I... Ugh. you know, I told some people about it and they were like, Oh man, that's hilarious. But yeah, uh, whatever, it's probably for the best. So then I, w- you know, I was watching some YouTube videos. I got some spare time on my hands <laughs> and, uh, and there was this great video that Steve O put out the other day. And it's this really heartwarming kind of like, joyous video of him tattooing people okay. and talking about his experience where he's like, yeah, years ago, somebody gave me a tattoo machine. Uh, like, like I was at a place and they put it in my hand and like had me tattoo something and it was, it was terrible. And he's had these, you know, multiple instances where he's been given the opportunity to sure. apply a tattoo to someone. Sure. And like, it's become something that he's mildly interested in. And so people have started asking him to do tattoos and he will only do tattoos that like he designs himself, Mm -hmm. um, with the understanding that it's going to be really bad and funny, um, hopefully. And then, so he, you know, he's, he does a handful of tattoos and he kind of talks about his progression of like getting better at it and how it's something that he enjoys doing. And I was watching that and I was thinking about the tattoo machine that I bought and then, canceled the purchase on and then i just pulled out the amazon app and just hit purchase i just want to point out um
1: <clears throat> yep that you're getting a uh, inspiration uh from a guy who has himself tattooed on his back yeah <laughs> okay just, just
0: yeah just pointing that and, out i mean he is not if you are like into the world of tattoos yeah he is not someone you look to for no inspiration no
1: i, I mean I don't know if you're even looking in the world of tattoos at this point. Mm-mm. You're looking in the world of fun purchases. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm looking at the world of minor itches that I like yeah, to Yeah, board
1: hobbies. Yes.
0: And one is a permanent thing you can do to yourself. Yes. Okay. Um that's cool though. So I bought the tattoo machine. Uh-huh. And uh, that's a really pleasing sound to have in your home too. <laughs> I don't do it when anybody's here. I actually, I was wondering if anybody could hear it um, outside my apartment, but I fired it up yesterday and uh, <laughs> I have a couple new tattoos. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 um, I, uh, so, you know, you're supposed to practice on fruit. So I bought a, I bought a grapefruit uh-huh. and I tattooed it a mm-hmm. bunch. Um, you know, it's fine. Yeah, Uh, it, it scratched the itch that I had in terms of like understanding the sensation of the machine. Like I wanted to know if I could make like a straight line.
1: Is it hard to control?
0: Yes and no. Okay. It's like, uh, have you, have you ever drawn with a dip pen? Yes. So it's like drawing with a dip pen, except, uh, you can't really see the tip because like mm. it's it's a needle moving back and forth. Sure sure. So like imagine drawing with a dip pen where the the f- like the final millimeter or so of the tip is like kind of invisible. It's a hunch. It's not a hunch because like <laughs> y- as you're using it like you know where it's going yeah. to land. Yeah, yeah. Um so it was it was interesting to do.
1: So when are you are going to give a tattoo soon or what? Uh have you tattooed your wife yet? No, no, no. Does your wife have tattoos?
0: No, no. Uh, I told her I don't want her to get any. Why? She, um, so I'm at the point with tattoos where I am, my physical body yeah. is garbage, <laughs> <laughs> right? You could tattoo anything on this and it like totally wouldn't matter. <laughs> okay. Make it funny and go for it. Okay. But like my wife is a perfect specimen. She's like unsullied uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I just want her to remain that way. Okay. If she wants to get a tattoo, I support that a hundred percent. But if she asks me if I think she should get a tattoo, I'm like, you don't need to go down that road. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like if you want to have that fun, go for it. Yeah. But if you're saying, do I think that it would be an enhancement? No, of course not. Sure, fair enough. But I'm covered with garbage already. So <laughs> who gives a shit? That's the way I feel. Also, I'm thirty eight. Are you gonna get more tattoos? Um, I would if I had disposable income. Okay, but I like like if I was just like so bored and like trying to burn money. Sure, you know I can burn thirty bucks on a tattoo machine. I yeah, can't burn right, right hundreds of dollars on like tattoos. So what happens if you get good at tattooing? I'm not going to because okay. I don't have those skills. I feel like I've learned that in the sort last of like of a thousand hours thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess I could sit here tattooing grapefruits over and over again and <laughs> see what happens. I'm like a madman. <laughs> and that's a perfectly reasonable way to live your life, yeah. right? Um <clears throat> No, so what was funny to me was that I so I tattooed this grapefruit with a bunch of different tattoos that I like I I just hand drew. Yeah. Um Various designs on this grapefruit, and then I tattooed them on it. Yeah, it was fine. They mostly looked okay. Yeah, uh, I did some yesterday that came out better than the ones I did today because I put the wrong tip on the tattoo machine today, and so it had like, like too much play in it. You know, um, like too much side to side play in the chip, sure. where like you know whatever. Uh, and so it you know it didn't come out great, but I posted it on Instagram in my Instagram story. If you ever want to get traction in your uh, social media presence, tattoo fruit, tattoo some fruit (laughs) and be really vague about what you're doing.
1: I see everyone freaked out, huh?
0: People. It was very polarizing. Um, I immediately got very alarmed messages from people. Mm -hmm. Um, I got one from uh Dave. Uh friend of the show. Friend Dave. of the show Dave. Yeah. Straight up right away was like, Hope you have health insurance. Wow. And I was like, Yeah, I do. Uh, cool. Yeah. And he was like, Cool, hepatitis is easy to easy to uh easy to treat, right? What? And I was like coming in hot, man. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm pretty sure this grapefruit doesn't have hepatitis. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh no, but he, he um yeah, he 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 was one of the haters. Was that um, supposed to be funny? Probably. Mm. Uh you, you know, we we had a conversation about it and sure. and and he was like he sent me a bunch of pictures of some DIY tattoos that he had and I was like, "Yeah, dog, I get it." Like I <laughs> I was tattooing myself at the age of 13. I <laughs> Yeah. Uh but um but yeah, he 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 was shockingly anti the tattoo. Um others we very pro the mm. tattoo. Like Chad? Uh, Chad, no. No response from Chad. Uh, some people, um, uh, Charles, friend of the show. Of course he was. Replied and was like, yo, I'm flying out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get fucked up and you give me the dumbest <sighs> tattoo we can come up with. And I was like. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, he wasn't the first person to send me that message. <laughs> um, uh, multiple people were like, yo, give me the dumbest tattoo you can think of. Why do people want that? Um, I don't know. But I can't say that <laughs> I hate it. You know, <laughs> I mean, it is encouraging. It's supporting your craft, which and- I,
1: I am as well. I support your craft in, you know, in a responsible way. I mean, right. do, also, I don't give a shit. Do whatever you want. Like, right. if you're covered in like garbage <laughs> tattoos tomorrow, I'd be like, cool. Whatever. Let's record another podcast. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: love and acceptance. That's what this show's exactly, all about. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, because you know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best drop.
1: That's the best drop. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Do do you man? <clears throat> your thing. Yeah, I mean, it, for me, it was purely just the curiosity of how the machine works. You should go home and try to tattoo your dad and how that goes over. <laughs> Give him a, a Takashi sixty nine, uh, <laughs> right? sixty nine, sixty nine, right on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, dude, this is what this is what your girlfriend Barb is into. <laughs> She's really into Takashi sixty nine tattoo vegan for life on his neck. Yeah. Your girlfriend is into Jersey Mike subs going to BJ's wholesale and listening <laughs> to fucking SoundCloud trap music. You gotta, <laughs> we got to tattoo your face now. If you want to hold on to that. Um, I think that's the shit. He's
1: coming with that fucking tooth. That's good. Did you put that back for this? <laughs> yes. You did. That's good. That's good.
0: <clears throat> um,
1: what, what's time? What,
0: uh, it, we, we're, we're at an hour 10. So we're that's, that's probably selling. Yeah, that's we're good. Selling, yeah. Um, um, so this has been our review of alien. <laughs> <Anthro>. <laughs> movies are so fucking good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm obviously going to close the show with movies. So I just, wish we
1: open the show at movies and close the show at movies, but we can't. Yeah. I mean, that we seems can't. like a we bit, we can't do it.
0: seems like a bit much. It's a little um, much, uh, I would. I just feel like if somebody hits play on our podcast and it plays the entire track of movies, they're going to think something's broken. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. But no <clears> they'll <throat> be hooked though.
0: Yes. I'm like, oh, I love this song. Oh, and now it's a great podcast. Yeah. And uh, so at yeah. the end of this podcast, when you listen to movies and then you are forever addicted to it, you should go watch the video. So the good. video is just, it's, it's got Pat Morita in it. You remember that? And they don't do the, that. the Karate Kid thing where yeah, they like yeah. the song pauses and then like Pat Morita does his whole oh, right, right. thing. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a big budget video, huh? Yeah. For that band. Don't they also do like a boner in the popcorn gag? They do. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's just it just delivers.
1: It's got, <laughs> it's got it all. <laughs> I was waiting for you to apologize for that moment in the video, but no. No,
0: I'm all in on movies.
1: I will not apologize Great. for movies. Um, so you can reach us at Eric, uh, Eric at Frank and
0: Eric and yeah. Frank at Frank and Eric. Yeah. Our Facebook is still going. Yes. There, if you there, want, We to have a that. Facebook page. I do not use Facebook anymore. Uh, so but it's just me. It's just Frank. Um obeying my orders and updating things on it. when it needs Yeah. He to be updated. dictates, he dictates the post to me. I was like, uh, huh, yes,
1: yes, sir. Got it. Uh,
0: but yeah, yeah, you could reach us there. Um, frank and has not been updated, but maybe by the time you listen to this, it will be, you know, we could just put some simple links on there. Uh, that'd be wow. easy enough. Um,
1: oh my God. Uh,
0: so I'm just gonna, I'm just looking, um,
1: <laughs> I'm looking at, uh, our facebook page there's a couple comments here oh no Uh, bad zane uh said the whole first episode didn't seem to have any of frank's fucking disgusting airy burps the whole way through i'm glad they're back in this one you're welcome
0: zane (laughs) damn fuck dude (laughs) chill out um I mean, we, we do our best to gas them up before the show. But <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus. Um, people are confused about where to find them. Right. We're not in Apple podcasts yet. Uh, that's just because the approval process takes like a week and a half or two weeks. So we're literally just waiting for them to email me and be like, hey, congratulations. Your feed is uh, it's approved, but we're available everywhere <clears throat> else at this point um also this is coming out in like a month so this will all be solved by then
1: yeah and everyone uh thanks for listening um some guy said i don't i haven't used spotify but now is a good enough reason oh hell yeah man thanks dude
0: time to buy stock
1: <laughs> <laughs> also we're going public very soon
0: um that's the uh, that's it i guess doom all right cool yeah um so like I said, that was our review of <laughs> Alien Ant Farm's <laughs> anthology. Um, I hope we. I, I I sincerely hope that we rekindled your love affair with that nineties, uh, early aughts masterpiece. If I if it's a rekindling, I'm surprised and disappointed. Yeah, because you should be listening to it at least on a monthly basis. Yeah. and by it I mean movies and not the rest of the album. <laughs> <laughs> um. But you know what, going forward, movies will be the secret handshake, you know, like, like if this is just, if you're just getting involved That's with this now, idea. now it's like, you know how um, if you're in like the military or whatever, they have challenge coins. I don't know about it. It's like a thing like they have <clears> these, like, I think cops do it too. like different organizations have these coins that they hand out. Uh-huh. And if you're a member of the organization, you, you like. You present the coin to another sure, member, sure. and I think like if they don't have the coin to show back to you, they have to buy you a beer or something like that. But okay. it's, like, it's sort of like this secret handshake. Okay, movie <laughs> is the secret handshake. So if you see a guy in the corner and he's doing the uh the
1: Applebee's <laughs> if, guy thing,
0: if yeah, if you see the guy, uh, oh what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you see a guy and he's doing the uh, oh, no! yeah just play movies yeah and uh you'll have a common bond
0: well i was thinking like if you see a guy standing on a street corner and he's doing the like stiff-legged dance like yeah. the guy from alien ant farm then you i don't know what you do to like what's the like how do you reciprocate do you no like idea. do you put a like your boner in a popcorn or sure. you a little yeah complicated but yeah it's gonna be quick to do on the hard to do on the fly but uh But yeah, you know, like this is like in those, like in the, in like the late night drunken hours, you know, when you confess to another person that you're all about alien ant farms movies, I took a
1: third date and they're uh, like, yeah, in bed,
0: it's like, you know what I love Uh, this shit might not work out, but, um, I love
1: movies. (laughs) Oh, I love, I love film too. No, the alien ant farms. What? (laughs) Yo, know, the early 2000s new metal band, Alien
0: Ant Farm? I love movies. I love that song, Movies. Me too. I, my favorite movie is Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. You don't understand I, me. I mean I mean the Alien Ant Farm <laughs> chart-topping hit from 2001. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never seen Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out wait, wait, I'm just going to play. I'm just going to play movies on on my my, phone. On my
1: phone. Don't, don't
0: don't, don't leave yet. Let's be cool. It's a total jam. (laughs) Okay. Um, Ah. so yeah, you know, find us at all the usual places. We'll just be listening to movies, (laughs) waiting for the messages to come in and, uh, you know, God bless alien Ant farm. Yeah. Stay positive. (laughs)